Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Saints, we just want to say that we love you so much. And there's just nothing you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I'm talking about absolutely nothing that you can do about this world. In the name of Jesus, yes indeed. Top of the morning to everyone. Hallelujah. And uh, the Lord has given me a passage of scripture to share with you. Amen. And I pray that your day is fantastic. Pray that your Thanksgiving was well. Amen. I pray that everything was well with you and your family. Amen. So we are going to walk on water. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you are excited as, as I am to walk on water. Amen. Because this is the bread of life. This is the river of living water. This is that preceding word. Yeah. Uh-huh. The preceding word. Amen. So as we proceed forward, we're going to be in Psalms chapter 2. All right. Psalms chapter 2. If you have your word, I would love for you to read along with me. Amen. Going to Psalms chapter 2. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Okay, it says, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord how does the kings of the earth set themselves how does the rulers take counsel together the grouping up together how do they do this against the Lord amen and against his anointed amen verse 2 strikes as a as a as a pause break there verse 2 strikes as a reality yeah verse 2 strikes as a reality because you can literally see verse 2 literally see it amen it's not just uh in scripture but this is a life amen when it when the word becomes life you're living amen when the word becomes life amen you're living in the name of jesus when the word becomes life and so the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together all right against the lord and not just against the Lord, but against his anointed. How do you think? Do you believe that they're taking counsel against the Lord? I believe they're taking counsel against his anointed. Uh, and, and by taking counsel against his anointed, they are taking counsel against the Lord. Do you, do you believe that? Do you believe this? Hallelujah. Do you believe this? In taking counsel against, okay, the Lord's anointed, they take counsel against the Lord. Because he said, I'm going to bless those who bless you. I'm going to curse those who curse you. Do you understand? I'm going to bless those who bless you. I'm going to curse those 
who curse you. Why, Lord? Because I have seen you in the earth to do my bidding. I've sent you in the earth to speak my words, to declare my sayings, to say, thus said the Lord, I've sent you to do this. And with that being said, you are going to come up against those that have set themselves, the rulers that have set themselves, those that feel like, Hey, you know, I'm going to pass the torch and, but I, but I'm going to pass the torch to somebody that I deem worthy. You understand? This is what has been going on. I'm going to pass the torch to someone that I deem worthy. Somebody that have said everything I told him to say, somebody that have done everything I told him to do. And this is a person that's, that's deemed worthy to take to, for me to pass the torch to when that's not what the Lord wants at all. Amen. The Lord is like, I don't want who you deem worthy. I want who I deem worthy. I want the ones that I have anointed for this hour. I want the ones to speak what I have spoken, who I have spoken to. Amen. And this is what the Lord is saying. I want the ones I have chosen, but the rulers, okay, they set themselves uh-huh. They set the ones they want. Okay. This is one that's going to do what I have said. This is one that's going to say what I done said. This is one that's going to walk in my footsteps and my statues. But what about walking in the statues of the Lord? When, when, when did that ever become unpopular? Amen. Okay. So now we want somebody that's going to walk right. Just, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's going to walk like me, talk like me, act like me. When the Lord is saying, hello, hello. Is it not? Is it not still about me? It is not still about me. The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together. So come on, let's 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 talk together of how we can go against the anointed of the Lord, which means we're going against the Lord because this is who the Lord has set. This is who the Lord has chosen. How can we go against God? This is what it boils down to. So these are the words that are said uh, in behind closed doors. These are the words that are said in the open. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Let us break their bands asunder. Let us cast away their cords from us. So now there are meetings going on. There are meetings going on of how can we break them. Let's break them in any, in any way we can. How can we break their bands asunder? Now this is what they're saying. The rulers who set themselves. This is what they're saying against the Lord and against his anointed. That's what they're saying. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Not even realizing, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that there is some type of uh, uh, mind on the inside of these people. And I'm going to say that they're not aware that they're fighting the Lord. They just think they're fighting you. They just think they're fighting me. Not even aware that they're fighting the Prince of Peace. They're fighting the Lord of Lords. They're fighting the God I Am. How can a person kick against 
the prick. It's a suicide mission. Let us break their bands asunder. And cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. What in the world does derision mean? What is the definition of derision? The Bible says the Lord shall have them in derision. What does it mean? Derision. It means ridiculous or mockery. All right. It means um, scoffing. It means sneers. Alright, it means taunts, it means disrespected, alright, scorned, sneering, insults, um, raging, teasing, chafting, alright, contemptuous, ridicule, or mockery, alright, contemptuous, ridicule, or mockery, or, 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 or mockery. It says the Lord shall have them in derision. The Lord sitteth in the heavens and shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. So now is the time to make sure I have not made God my enemy. Good God. Lord, don't let me make you my enemy. Because in doing this, this is one of the worst things that a person can do, which is make the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the great I am, their enemy. One of the worst things we can do. Amen. One of the worst things we can do. And with that being said, saints, we got to be found before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. We got to be found before the throne of grace. Because if God be for me, who can be against me? Is this your testimony? If God be for me, who can be against me? In order to use this this passage of scripture, if God be for me, who can be against me? In order to use this, we have to be founded in the word. We have to be founded on the word, not in our own pride, not in our own flesh, not in our own arrogance, but founded in the word. If God be for me, who can be against me? He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Says, then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. 
the Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heaven. Excuse me. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. The Lord says, Ask of me, and I, I God, shall give thee the heathen. I'm going to give them to you for your inheritance. And the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. This is verse 8 of Psalms chapter 2. Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. Now, the Lord says, Ask of me and I shall give you the heathen. All right. For an inheritance. Now, most of the time, people get an inheritance after something has died. Most of the time. All right. Most of the time, people get an inheritance after something has died. Um, we're going to look up inheritance real quick. Inheritance. A thing that is inherited. All right. Um, legacy. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the inheritance. Oh, ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. Uh, what is another name for inheritance? Inheritance. Birthright, estate, heritage, bestowal, endowment, uh, bequest. Everybody <laughs> used the word bequest. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I never bequest. Ask of me, and I shall give thee. The heathen for thine bequest. Wait, don't get scared now. Don't you get afraid? Don't be afraid. All right, those of us that are of okay, the elect. Okay, the, all of those of us that are of the elect. Look, I don't know if you've been uh, praying. All right, according to this scripture. But I tell you what, Satan, 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 better watch out. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Jesus Christ is coming to town. And he's got vengeance in his hands. Amen. He's got vengeance in his hands. He's got the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. There is a, a bequesting that is going on. 
Amen. There is a bequesting that is going on. Endowment, birthright, a bestowal. All right. Um, yeah. This is this this is what's this is what's up ahead right now. Amen. The action of inheriting. All right. Um this is uh amazing. All right, let's see. Bequest. Have you ever used the word bequest before? Bequest. The action of bequest, bequest, bequesting. The action of bequesting something. Legacy, inheritance, endowment. All right. A benefaction, a gift. So the Lord says, I will give you a gift. I will give you the heathen as a gift. I will give you the, oh, I like this one. Look, look. I will give you the heathen, all right? I will give you the heathen as, the Lord says, as a donation, right? I will give you the heathen as a donation. Good God. I will give you the heathen as a donation. So the Lord is, 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 is seriously not playing right now. Amen. I will give you the heathen as a settlement. I will give you the heathen as as a as a as a as a present. Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possession. Hmm. Did I tell you that the Lord was beautiful? Isn't the Lord just wonderful? That can can you taste and see that? Not just can not just taste it. It tastes so good, but can you see it too? Can you taste and see that the Lord is good and so worthy to be praised? Can you see with your eyes that it is it is it is our reasonable service to make our bodies, okay, that living sacrifice. Can you see that it is a a it is a great thing to delight thyself in the Lord, and He will give us the desires of our heart. Can you see that it is no other way to live, to move, uh, to to be than in Christ? Can you see that? That you are more than a conqueror in Christ. Can you see that you will have the victory in Christ? Can you see that he is the way, the truth, and the life? Can you see that when he says vengeance is mine, I will repay? He means it. Can you see this? Can you literally be whole? Can you put your eyes on it now? Because the Lord is not playing. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. But I like to call him the sharpshooter. He's the sharpshooter. The one hit a quitter. 
he is looking for someone that will allow him to be God. Somebody. Someone that will allow the Lord to flex. Okay, we had a, a brief disturbance there. My alarm went off and it causes this, you know, to do its thing, you know. But somebody that will allow the Lord to flex. The Lord is like, who, 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 who will, who will walk on water? Who will read the word and believe the word enough to do the word? Who will do it? Hallelujah. Who will do it? He says, ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the utmost parts of the earth for thy possession. Just ask me. Can you think of a lot of heathens right now? <laughs> Can you think of a couple of heathens right now? You say, Lord, put it in my hand right now. Lord, 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 do it. Lord, you said, ask of me. Lord, I'm asking you to put the heathen right here in my hand. Put them in my hand, Lord. Put them in my hand. Put them in my hand. Put them in my hand. Say, ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. Now, saints, I'm going to do something. And you know, and I know that the dictionary, all right, it becomes uh, one of the things that I really do like. Because <laughs> while I can sit up here and, and, and talk about words, I just really love to look at their the whole totality of their meanings. So you and I can get a better understanding of what is being said. Now, what in the world is a heathen? Amen. What is a heathen? Because, yeah, what is a heathen? Because we need to know, what is the Lord saying? If you ask of me, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give them to you. What is a heathen? Heathen. A person who does not belong to a widely held religion, especially one who is not a Christian Jew Muslim, as regarded by those who do. My brother and I were raised... As my grandpa puts it as heathens. Alright, so what is a heathen? Relating to heathens, a heathen practice, pagan, infidel, a, a idolater, idolatrous. Okay, um, let's see. A disbeliever. A disbeliever, when when we say a, or a non-believer or unbeliever, all of these words are in here. Uh, under heathen, uh, unbeliever, non-believer, disbeliever. But to go ahead on and break it down biblically, a heathen is someone that doesn't have a father, right? A heathen is someone, and, and Abba, Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Amen. And it's, and it's still, uh, I like when they said uh, someone that is not a Christian because the devil, he's a father of all lies. Right? The devil is the father of our lives. And so with that being said, he's a father too. So does that make his kids heathens? It does. Because 
He's not the authentic father. Amen. God is. Abba is the father. Amen. And so if we choose any other father, it makes us heathens. Because the Lord is the one that is the giver of life. And your father, your dad, he was the one with the sperm. Amen. He was the one with that to get the process started in the first place. Amen. So you have to have that father in order to get a process of life started. Amen. And so Abba is the one that got the process of life started. When he breathed breath into Adam, he began to form Adam, create Adam, and then breathed breath into Adam. Adam became a living soul. Abba, Father, which are in heaven. The process of life starts with the Father. Amen. So in him is life, right? In the Lord is life. But in the in the devil is death, destruction, chaos. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So if the father, if he if the process of life starts with father, then in order for us to to say, or not really to say, but to act out the devil being our father. Okay, we could claim God all day long. But if we're acting out the enemy being our father, then he is death, destruction, chaos, which means that's a heathen. That's a heathen because the father is the, is the giver of life. He's the beginning of life source. Okay. In the beginning, the Lord spoke and the trees were and the herbs were and the sea were and the water was and, 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 and you know, and he said, be fruitful for the multiply. In the beginning, father spoke. He was, he is the beginning of life. So if there's something that we are worshiping that is not father, how do we worship? Well, the Lord says in that day, they'll say, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in the name? So of course, our mouths are not going to be worshiping the enemy, of course, but our actions can. How? Well, let's flip back a little bit. It says, the kings of the earth set themselves the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their course from us. How can we be for God and be against him at the same time? It's not possible. So when we go back and we talk about heathens, heathens are those, don't, you, can't, you can't listen to what they say now. Because they're, they're always going to be, hey, let's cast out devils and let's do this. And hey, we'll do one many wondrous works. But their hearts are far from me. How do you know? Because their hearts are far from my anointed. I don't want, how can we break them? How can we destroy them? And, and I'm not smart enough to come up with this on my own. Let's group up together and find a way. Why? That's not normal. That's not normal, saints. You can't you, when you when you when you take the anointed, take Elijah, take Elisha, take David, take take these ones, and there's always a group that wanna we gotta come up with something that come up with a demise, come up with a, a scheme, come up with a plot, come up with a plan, come up with something to break them, to cast them. Cast their cords from among us. Let's come up with something. But if you look naturally, most often times, you know, it, it shouldn't be that way. Like, it's, it's just one person. I mean, it only takes, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, you know. You know how, like, when one get to fighting and the whole family jump in? Why? 
Why? When she probably the one that started it, he probably the one that started it. So let him go ahead on it. Now that now that this now that this has brewed up, why not let them go ahead on and square it off? The whole the whole you got 30, 40 folks jumping up on one person. Why? You know? Well, the Lord says, ask of me, the heathen, and I will give them to you for your inheritance. Hmm. Interesting, right, saints? Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. So when the Lord says, Dial out of all of that, all of that, all of that, dial out of all of that that the world has to offer you and delight yourself in me. And I will give you the desires of your heart. Now, what is one thing that you desired when you were in the fire furnace? What is one thing that you did? What is one thing that you desired when you were in your trial? In your trial, I know in my trials, I'm always trying to see what the word says about how I'm supposed to go about doing stuff. How do you go about doing? How are you supposed to go about doing it? And even though sometimes I might not feel it all the way down in the pit of my stomach, still I'm trying to walk this word out. Amen. I'm trying to do it because the word says to do it. And in doing so, I still have those thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're going to have, you're going to get your day. You're going to have your day. You're going to have your day. It's going around. The Lord says, whatever you sow, you will reap. It's coming back around. Right? And then I find my, I found myself fighting against my thoughts. Like, Lord, I cast that thought down. Even though it's the word. Yeah. Vengeance is mine. I will pay, said the Lord. Yes, whatever you sow, you shall reap. Even though it's the word, I can sometimes find myself thinking the word in the wrong way. Right? Like, uh... God is going to get it. God is going to get them. And God is going to do this. And God is going to do that. God's... So even in that, we have to check, 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 and recheck. Right? Because the Lord can send us through so much. Until now, right now, you don't, don't, those scriptures, we war with the scriptures. We war with the prophecies. But now, we can walk so much and so long with the Lord and, be, and learn so much. Until now... When things arise, there's a sorrow, right? Instead of, uh, I want to take this sword and cut you, there's a sorrow that comes, right? That's like, Lord, you know, I just, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You know what I'm saying? Lord, have mercy. Because in walking with the Lord, we can see him move mightily. We can see how the Lord moves. We can see what it is that the Lord does. And now there, there comes, because if, if we're walking correctly, 
then the Lord is still working with us, on us, through us. Amen. Still working with us, on us, through us. And with that being said, now there's a, a sorrow that takes place. Wisdom is sorrowful and acquainted, acquainted with grief. Why? Well, now I see. I see the I see the wisdom and I have the wisdom of the way the Lord works. And the way the Lord works is he might not get people or get do things the way we want it done. But if we sit back and look long enough, you see the way that the Lord do it. You're like, my God. But Lord, I didn't expect, you know, I didn't expect that. Or I didn't expect, you know, this is, it brings us a sorrow. Wisdom. When the Lord says, vengeance is mine, he really means that. And it's like, Lord, Lord, I thank you for mercy. Thank you for mercy, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having mercy on them. Having mercy on this individual. Thank you for having mercy on that individual. Yeah, because in our heart of hearts, it is not our desire to see anyone that they may perish. In our heart of hearts, the believer's heart of hearts, is not our heart to see anyone perish. Amen. But many times, it takes the Lord's chastening for some to wake up and realize you cannot fight against the prick. You can't fight against the Lord. You can't fight against his anointed. He's not going to have it. Sometimes it takes these things. Amen. The Lord knows best. I've learned that the Lord knows best. And he said, ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. So when we doubt out of all that and delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our heart. Did you know that he wanted to give you the uttermost parts, the, utter, the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession? I receive it in Jesus name. I receive that in Jesus' name. I receive that in Jesus' name. There's a prophecy, amen. And I don't really share all, all the prophecies that the Lord has given me. But there's a prophecy that uh, was given to me uh, not too long ago. And saints, you know, you, you be surprised. You be surprised who you're listening to, saints. You know? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised who come to you almost every day. All right? Almost every day. You'd be surprised. This is why we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. Because when the as the Lord keep working with you, all right, as the Lord keep working with you and keep working with you and keep chiseling on you and keep doing what he does, all right, I'm going to look up one day and I am going to be so elated that I didn't cast you asunder. I'm going to be so overjoyed that I didn't, that I didn't try to break your bands asunder and cast you away from me. I'm going to be so overjoyed because 
when I look up and see what God has done for you, when I look up and see who God has made you, when I look up and see, okay, so this is who he was. This is who she was. I'm going to be so glad. Glad is not even the term, all right, that I treated you as I wanted to be treated. I'm going to be so excited that I looked at you. And when I looked at you, I saw myself. And so I, I wanted to give you a kind word because I like kind words. I wanted to give you uh, embrace because I like embrace. I wanted to give you uh, 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 of my substance. I, I want substance. I want to give you of my wisdom. I want wisdom. I want to give you of my knowledge. I want knowledge. I want to treat you like I'm treating myself. And now that God has made you thus, hallelujah, I'm so glad that I trusted God and what he said in the dealings of my sisters and brothers. You don't never know who's sitting beside you. Lord, I thank you that I looked at sister so-and-so and I saw you. Lord, I thank you that I looked at brother so-and-so and why everybody else just saw old brother so-and-so ain't worth nothing. I'm so glad, Lord, that I let you, I partnered with you to work on my eyesight so that I can see that if you have no respect to a person, neither do I. And that brother so-and-so is just as important as the next person. That sister so-and-so, she's just as important as the next person. God is doing the work in her life. Look at what God has done. Look at what God is doing. Uh, sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so. Well, I tell you what, I'm not where I was. It, look, pick up, get up, let's go. Amen. All of us have fallen short of the glory. Come on. We can do it. We walk by faith and not by sight. We're not going to worry about how it looks. Let's go. Come on, me and you. Come on, let's go. Have we ever been that for somebody else? He says, I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. I'm going to make you above and not beneath. He said, the first shall be last. And the last, the very least, the, the very least of them is going to be first. This is what the word says. This is why it's so important to believe the Lord. This is why it's so important not to get caught up in the scheme of things. Now the world have their scheme of things. But then did you know the church have their scheme of things too? The body and I'm not going to say the body, but the church world have their scheme of things. What is the scheme of things? Oh, this is the big one. Oh, this is the big one. Everybody serves the big one, right? The scheme of things is, oh, uh, hey, let's all group up together and let's find out how to break their bands asunder. This is the scheme of things. Not to get caught up in the scheme of things. Uh, let's not end up against God. The very one we say we work for, we love, we believe in. How, how about let's all group up and have prayer meeting and let's not find ourselves against God. The scheme of things. The scheme of things. What is the scheme of things? How can we break their bands asunder? 
What is this scheme of things? So it's important, even in the church world, not to get caught up in the scheme of things. What's the scheme of things? Having respect a person. That's the scheme of things. Because it's easy to get caught up in the snare when we get caught up in the scheme of things. When we get caught up in the scheme of things, we're immediately off the word of God. When we get caught up in the scheme of things. But when I can look at my brother and I can look at my sister and say, I love you for nothing. I love you because you're my brother. I love you because you're my sister. I love you because we are a part of the same body. Because I'm doing well, I want you to do well. Because I have the knowledge, I I want you to have the knowledge. Because I have a substance, I want you to have a substance. Because I have food, I want you to have food. Because I've had, you know what I'm saying? Where is this love today? Do we do we possess this type of love? Or are we caught up in the scheme of things? This my clique, this my this my entourage, this my boo showing cane shame. The scheme of things. The Pharisees, they were caught up in the scheme of things. This is why they tried to persecute the Savior. They were caught up in the scheme of things. The Pharisees, with all the Bible knowledge they had, all the Bible knowledge they had, the Pharisees were the very ones, Sadducees, they were the very ones that wanted to crucify the Savior. All of the word that they had, And they were the very ones that found themselves against God. They were the very ones that found themselves kicking against a prick. The very ones that found themselves doing this. All that word and knowledge they had. This is why the Bible says the righteous scarcely make it in. So if the righteous scarcely make it in, where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? On these two hang all the laws and the prophets. Love God with all thy heart, mind, and soul. Treat thy neighbor and love thy neighbor as you want to be loved and treated. Right? So is it a sin to not do all these? Do not do these two commandments that all, all on these two hang all the law. The whole Bible hang on these two. And the prophets, the one that speak for me. The ones that speak for me. On these two hang all the law. So if the prophet, if there's any prophet out there that don't believe in the law of the word, they're not a prophet of God. Point blank. Because the Lord said, on these two hang all the law and the prophets. This will show you, if you've ever wondered in your mind, is this a real prophet of God? That's all you, that's all, I'm telling you the answer. If they are against the word of God, which he said, on these two hang all the law and the prophets. If they are against the law, telling you. You're looking at a false prophet. You're looking at a false prophet. Amen. Let's see.
So the Lord says, I'm going to give you the heathen. All you got to do is ask me. He says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Uh, Lord, I've been asking. Yeah, you ask, but you ask amiss. So, Lord, if I ask you right now, if I ask you right now, Lord, to give me the heathen for my inheritance, Lord, is that asking amiss? It's not. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because. Be, why is it, Lord? Why is it not asking amiss? Because you, daughter, you, son, have delighted yourself in me. And now is the time, says the Lord. Well, I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. But, Lord, I ain't never desired a heathen, though. You might not desire the heathen, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Amen. I'm going to give her to you anyway. I'm going to give them to you anyway. Because it's time for the double. Double portion. Double blessing. Amen. It's time for the double. Matthew chapter 22 and 40. Says, let's do 34. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Why are people always grouping up against the anointed? Why are people always grouping up against those that God has chosen? It just group up, group up, group up. What have the meetings done? What have they done? Nothing. What have they done but gotten people in more trouble? I don't walk alone. Sometimes it looks like I walk alone. Sometimes it looks like I'm alone. Oh, that's a lonely party right there. A party of one. No, it looked like a party of one. Right? Sometimes it looks like a party of one. It's not a party of one. Not a party of one at all. Amen. Christ in us the hope of glory. Yeah. Christ in us the hope of glory. So now they're grouping up again. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, shut up, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And then they're going to call him Master. Hey, Master. Hey, Master. Look, look, look. I got a question for you. Which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law. Jesus said that. Jesus said, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So if you have a prophet out there that's speaking against the law, teaching against the law, that's their main stance to talk against the law. It's a false prophet every time. You better hear me. 
On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. This is what Jesus said. On these two commandments. So Jesus was like, I really, my spirit just really don't agree with y'all. Literally. And so you want to, you, you're mad because I done silenced you. You ain't got nothing else to say. Okay, so you, you, you just like, it's like being deaf and dumb. You ain't got nothing else to say. So you mad because I done silenced you. All right. So now you want to come with your smart self, just so intellectual. Now you want to come and ask me a question. Talk about which is the great commandment. Now I'm finna really drive the nail into the coffin for you. Since you want to come and be smart or you want to be smart. Well, I'm going to really help you, all right? Because I know that you're stuck on the 10. So I'm going to give you two. I'm going to really tickle your fancy. I'm going to really let you go on feeling like I just done said something wrong when, yeah, this what it is. You know why? Because I said it. So Jesus, out of, this is what he really wanted to say, out of the 10, which one is the greatest? Jesus said, it's two. I'm going to give you two. How do you think they left when, when, when Jesus said that? On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. 41 said, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them saying, What think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They said unto him, The son of David. He said unto them, How then does David in spirit call him Lord? Saying, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool. If David then call him Lord, how is he his son? And no man was able to answer. Silence again. Shut up. Neither does any man from that day forth ask him any more questions. Can't kick against the prick. And be on the Lord's side. So the Lord says. Ask of me. And I will give you. The heathen. Who's a heathen? Heathen is somebody they. They mouth might say they believe. But they don't believe. These are the ones found in groups. Trying to find out how to break your. Bands asunder. Coming up against the Lord, they say they serve. Ask of me, I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possession. Oh, Jesus, fall down and worship me, and I'll give you all this for what? Fall down and worship you for what? Huh? Do, do, do all that for what? Say... Uh, be able to say that I'm affiliated with you for what? When all this mine anyway. Ask of me, I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the utmost part of the earth for your possession? Yeah. Like what? So okay, so Lord, if, if so, I don't have to go and be uh, lose my um integrity. I don't have to go and sleep around, hoe around, you know, hoe around. I don't have to go and fake the funk like I'm just 
holy, but behind closed doors, you know, I'm doing other things. So I don't have so so Lord, in order for me to be this type of son or this type of daughter, you're telling me that all I have to do is delight myself in you. And I can omit all the rest of that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy to do it. Because you got two eyes in your head. And you're going to see others going up the easy way. And the righteous are more excellent than his neighbor. But the way of the wicked seduced them. So it seemed easier to go up the escalator instead of taking your feet and climbing up the rocks of the mountain. It's easier. It's easier to go up the path that somebody else done paved. But if you go up the path somebody else done paved, you got to go along to their rules, their statutes, their laws, whatever they say it. The kings appoint themselves. But if you're going to go my way, it may be a little rocky every now and then. It'd be, it'd be rocky, but it'd be worth it. The Bible says, Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen of thine inheritance, and the utmost parts of the earth for thy possession. Do you know the Lord is teaching me how to pray even now? Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. So the Lord says, while they're grouping up, trying to find out how to break you, I'm going to let you break them. While they're trying to find out how to cast your cards asunder, I'm going to let you dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. That's how God works. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son. Least he be angry and ye perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Can you see the blessing, saints? Hallelujah. Can you see the blessings of the Lord? I'm telling you, when I t- this was a good Bible study. Amen. Can you see the blessings of the Lord? The blessings of the Lord make what? Rich and add no sorrow. Hallelujah. The blessings of the Lord makes rich add no sorrow. Can you see it? I see it. The skies are blue. The clouds are white. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Saints, look, we love you so much. I pray that something was said to enlighten you, to inspire you, to encourage you to get up. Come on, let's go. And let's keep going and see what the end is going to be in the name of Jesus. You know why? Because the Lord's way is the best way. It's been tried. It's been tested. It's been proven. The Lord's way is the best way. In the name of Jesus, saints, until next time, be blessed.
in Jesus' name.